0: Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ, with your host, Ascended Master and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music Tears of Joy by David Feslian, Feslian Studios.com. Welcome to Channeling Christ. I'm Weaver Christ, and we are on Season 2, Episode 3, Part 2 of Astral Science and Creation. There is a lot of information to share, so I will be jumping right into the cosmic stream. We will begin with Mother's dissertation on astral synergy. All of life communicates at the wave level. Communication is not exclusive to humans and their media or their telecommunications devices. Communication is not exclusive to human language or human writing. It is not exclusive to human music. Communication began with wave communication hundreds of millions of years before man was even conceived as an impulse wave. Communication began with sophisticated, intelligent impulse waves in the astral universe And this communication led to the creation of the physical universe. The entire physical universe communicates in wave language. With the astral universe, the stars, planets, asteroids, black holes, comets, everything. Because everything is made from intelligent impulse waves that communicate with each other. Man does not see this. Man does not hear it. And man cannot record it. So man closes his mind to it as he closes his mind to everything beyond his flesh form that he worships so dearly. As man's knowledge is limited and as man chooses to limit his knowledge, so does man limit his own intelligence. The destruction of matter does not stop wave communication, but rather it sends an impulse signal to the astral waves of creation. And this alerts all waves in all universes that a destroyer is waging war against creation this has been going on since man turned away from his gentle nature that he inherited from his ape ancestors and as man's population increased so did man's destruction of the earth for man taught his progeny that destruction was man's greatest power as a result a dynamic was set into motion As man's population increased, so did man's destruction of the Earth's life kingdoms, and his destruction of the Earth's environment, biosphere, ozone layer, and ecological systems. There has been no change in this dynamic. Man has only further degraded in his intention to be destructive. And now the planet is near complete ruin with unstable ecological systems, an unstable environment, an unstable atmosphere and ozone layer, and unstable geothermal forces. Every animal has a call. Every force of nature has a voice. There is no thing that lives that does not communicate according to its senses, whether that creation holds all senses or that creation only holds sense perception relative to its environment. You have heard a bird caw and sing. You have heard an elephant trumpet. A dog bark and a cat mew. You have heard chipmunks and squirrels chatter. But these sounds are all vocal. The communication you cannot hear is the communication that is sensed through life's intelligent empathic network. Intelligent empathic senses are receiving wave communication all the time from the sentient web of life and the astral sentient universe. These wave communications cannot be visually or audibly picked up by anyone outside of the empathic communication network. However, your scientists can register alpha brain waves, and they can observe subatomic, atomic, molecular, and cellular communication under their microscopes. They do not hear these waves talk, for what they see is one cell merging with another cell in order to procreate a third cell or they see one cell take over another cell in a life or death struggle for survival. In addition, man can register spikes of energy waves on his seismology equipment. What his instruments pick up is wave motion and wave patterns, but he does not possess the knowledge to understand what the patterns are saying, the code and the language of the waves is lost to him man does as he has always done and he makes his best guess but what he sees on his seismograph is also what is happening in the very atmosphere of the earth as waves that he can't register are also in communication from the sentient web of life to the sentient spirit field surrounding every natural organic life form man calls his guesswork science but he is without complete knowledge of understanding of what he is guessing at this is why we say he holds no true knowledge knowledge is not guesswork when all of your knowledge is framed around your best guesses all you have done is collected potential theories and theories are not facts theories are as good as illusions you must follow your illusions in order to realize the intelligence at work behind your theories if you do not explore and investigate intelligence then your theories are not intelligent they are illusion equal to any fantasy you invent in your mind they are as solid as your identity and as your identity is also an illusion you just lost the battle from intelligence creation begins here in the astral world the world of the astral planes of consciousness creation is an astral science not a physical science and To understand matter, you must understand the science involved in the creation of matter. In order to understand the matter world, you must understand the science involved in the creation of the matter world. You must understand two universes, the astral and the physical, and how these two universes work together to keep life flowing in the physical galaxy. The first thing you must understand is that these universes, although opposite in energy waves, are actually layered one over the other. More than this, the higher universe, the astral universe, holds the physical universe within itself in an astrophysical womb we call the web of life. This analogy that I tell you is equal to the womb of the mammal. That holds her gestating infant inside her the womb is the mother's web of life and the body of the mother is the flesh metaphor for god's mind the astral physical universe of creation that is also known as the astral universe once you understand this much you can see the potential you have ignored just by understanding physical birth The astrophysical universe is an anti-gravity universe and it holds the physical universe within itself in an astrophysical womb that is so fine and delicate it cannot be detected with your machines. Are you familiar with the laws of the universe? If so, the first law, as above, so below, as below, so above, tells you that what you see on earth came from a higher place, and not only this, but what you see on Earth is also happening in a higher universe at the same time. What I refer to is all natural occurrences that take place on Earth. Is the gestating infant not connected to the mother? Yes, the baby is connected to the mother. Is the fate of the one connected to the fate of the other? There are two important differences. The first difference is that man has created an artificial environment for a fetus to live in if its life is threatened by any condition that threatens the mother. In this way, should the mother die, the infant might still live. There is no such artificial support system to sustain the earth, however. And now that man has poisoned her, If she dies, all life on the planet will also die, including man. The second difference is that while the Earth may die from man's neglect, the astral universe, God's mind, will not die. So where the mother died and the baby lived, the astral universe will live though the Earth dies. And this is because energy cannot die. Energy is an astral property. It is not a physical property. Energy is also astral physical. Therefore, the energy body of all of living creation is also astral physical. The astral is fueling the physical. As energy cannot die, man's energy body will also not die. And the energy body of the earth and all other life forms will also not die. However, where all natural energy fields will return to the astral universe, man's will not, because he did something with his energy field that no other natural creation did. Man corrupted his energy field twice. The first corruption was in the invention of his human identity. The second corruption came with his focused attention on destruction and causing death. You negate the importance of your thoughts because your thoughts are largely unknown to you. You are not even aware you are thinking. But thoughts are the creations of the mind, and each one carries an impulse wave, and that impulse wave is equal to the thought or intention that you hold. The highest thoughts carry the highest energy field and infuse your energy field of your mind with light and health. The lowest thoughts corrupt the energy field of your mind and turn it dark, and your mind begins to decline in health. The highest thoughts are equal to the highest impulse waves of creation. The lowest thoughts are anomalies. There is nothing in natural creation that is like your dark thoughts. The natural energy field of all other life forms is free of these dark corruptions. No other natural life form intends to destroy. What you see in storms, earthquakes, tidal waves and volcanic eruptions are not the intentions of these things to destroy. These are gravity waves affecting the gravity environment in response to environmental changes and changes in the earth herself. Will you see an animal kill another for food or in defense You do not see intention, you see instinct, the instinct for survival. This is a carnal instinct. It is not an instinct of the animal's higher mind. Storms, volcanoes, tidal waves, and earthquakes do not plot or plan their destruction. They do not theorize or invent weapons of destruction intending to cause harm. They do not gather armies or plot and plan to conquer the earth, nor do they build industries to produce mass destruction. The life kingdoms do not plot or plan their attacks. They do not form armies, they do not make war, and they do not build industries that pollute the world or cause mass destruction. What you, as mortals, like to use from an argument is that ants, armies and commit destruction. But what you do not see and what you do not consider is that ants behave naturally. They do not invent weapons of mass destruction. They do not invent poisons or toxins. And after any natural invasion by any natural creation such as locusts or ants or moths, the earth is able to restore herself because the attack was natural and the damage was natural. In the case of man's intentional destruction and his intentional inventions of mass destruction and mass pollution and mass killing, there is nothing natural. His machines aren't natural, his bullets and bombs aren't natural. His chemical gas isn't natural. His genetic mutations aren't natural. His genetic experiments aren't natural. His poisons and toxins aren't natural. Man causes unnatural devastation and destruction, and so his assault on the earth is seen as unnatural, which places man in the category of a hostile alien invader, not a natural creation of the earth. In addition, when a life kingdom does attack, the earth remedies the damage and has her own counterattack and the life kingdom that is out of order is brought back into order or that life kingdom is wiped out naturally with no repercussions to the rest of the ecosystems or the environment or any other life form. Where man is concerned, His poisons, his toxins, his weapons, his experiments in genetics, his mutation of natural materials, and his massive slaughter all contribute to compromising the Earth's natural response system. Man has the Earth in a stranglehold, and while he laughs at this, he is unaware that the Earth is not alone in her battle. She has an entire universe of energy, Available to her to come to her defense. The very waves of creation are now involved in purging the planet of man's presence. Only man puts his attention on plotting, planning, and devising ways to dominate and destroy all life and the planet. And these thoughts turn his mental energy waves dark so he is unknown to the astral waves of creation that produce light and he is unknown to the sentient waves that are also light waves that are held in the web of life. As the astral universe is an instrument of intelligence so everything astral also possesses the power of intelligence and this gives all of astral creation light. But man's planning and plotting to dominate, harm, and kill does not produce light. It puts out the light of his natural energy field so he is no longer recognized by the rest of the waves of natural energy. And as he is not recognized, his dark spirit is left behind. Where will man wind up? Man will go to his own dimension of mental destruction that he invented from his thoughts of destruction, and this dimension will be a dark dimension closest to the physical dimension he destroyed. All other natural energy waves will return to the astral energy universe where they came from, and they will be as whole and intact as they were when they were created, and this universe will be filled with light. Will all of the spirit energy of humankind wind up trapped in darkness? Only those with dark intentions, dark thoughts, and dark plans will be trapped in darkness. What you refuse to accept is that your thoughts carry energy waves. This is how your energy body is either made lighter or darker. Do you remember the slogan, you are what you eat? Well, you are what you think. As within so without as above so below as below so above what you see of natural conditions on earth and in the physical universe are true of conditions in the universe of creation the astral universe as man's mind is astral and as man's mind holds the recordings of the poisoned world he invented so man's mind is a poisoned world and after the death of his corporal body, the identity will live in the memories of its poisoned world. The poisons that man invents, the poisons man dumps into the environment of the earth, these things are not a part of natural materials or natural conditions, and neither are the intentions of the humans who invented these things, or those humans that dumped these things into the environment. The same is true for all dark human intentions of hate oppression divisive thinking persecution killing and harming when these thoughts are conjured and when these thoughts become plans and intention and when these things are put into action they darken the one that projects them out into the universe and that instigator of hate and harm is marked forever in his energy field astral synergy is the processing and production of pure natural intelligent energy and this is how the astral universe keeps itself clean it cannot take back poisoned energy clean energy can come down through an open channel in a dark receiver and that dark receiver can be cleansed but That dark receiver must learn to work with its own energy and continually clean itself. It must purge itself of the dark thoughts, intentions, cravings, and leanings that made it dark in the first place. Once energy is poisoned, it cannot return. It lives in its own dimension of poison until the owner of that dark energy, the human identity, works its way out of dark thinking and feeling and it evolves to become light mother womb child god web of life physical universe the only difference between mortal procreation and life in the astral planes is you have a flesh shell on earth and you lose that shell in order to return home in your natural spirit body that is actually your mind of light. You were never mortal to begin with, nor were you ever human. You are a mind of light just as the astral universe is the mind of light creation and the creator and holder of original light. And if you intentionally corrupt your mind with dark thoughts, so you die as a dark mind. There will be no release to the higher world for you. You were never mortal. You only think you are mortal. The truth is far more astounding and amazing, and it does not just apply to you. For every natural living creation you see in the matter universe is actually an antimatter creation encased in a matter shell. And all of the animal kingdoms also hold antimatter spirit bodies that are their minds. You are not the only mental creation, nor are you the most important. The entire web of life is a mind filled with light and it is still around you, and it will always be around you, unless you shut off your awareness, which turns off your light. The web of life is made of the same material that your spirit body is made of. It is your sentient connection to all other sentient bodies that keeps you connected to the anti mental universe you came from, and the mind of creation. What you do to any sentient creation, you also do to the web of life. Your pollution, your war, your hunting, your greed, and your self-focus are all impacting the womb of God, the web of life, and the very fabric of your existence is now under attack because you are seen as a hostile species. Learn the truth and stand down. Cease and desist from your poisons and your oppression, domination, and willful destruction. Put to sleep your plans to persecute and harm. It is time to command your minds to think intelligently so you will be in alignment with the intelligent forces of creation and you can return to your original mind of light. It is time to heal the planet so you may also heal and put your plagues in remission. The dissertation that follows was channeled by Mercy Heavens through transcended telepathic reception from Jesus Christ. All spirits need a spiritual place to live out their eternal life. This is why God created the heavens. Only men made the concept of the heavens into a religious place. But I tell you, This is an astral cosmic place and it has nothing to do with man's religions. The heavens are the place of creation, knowledge and information. Yea, the mind of creation is the pure energy source that created all pure things through the infinite energy waves that created God. The energy waves that created God are mental waves. The mind of the universe created God and everything in it and the mind of the universe does not just create new waves of energy formations that form into molecules of physical matter. The mind of the universe also receives, reviews, refines, collects, and stores all of the knowledge that each atom, molecule, proton, neutron, electron, and all of creation records during the life journey so new creation patterns can be made. As each new core nucleus is formed, a new creation comes into existence. Men call this biology, physics, and science. But we, in heaven, call it the complex administration of God-cology, the astro-cosmology of the mind of the universe. There is not one single particle in creation that was not made by the mind of creation, and there is no knowledge or information that is not received by the mental universe in the mind of creation. All life is interconnected to all other life, for all creation came from the first, and the first is the mind of creation. God is the name given by men to label the almighty mind of creation, which is energy, sophisticated, intelligent, Radiant light energy and the sophisticated intelligent Radiant light energy has been called God's pure light in God There is no darkness at all Man's knowledge of energy is as limited as his own self-control The creation of energy came first and that energy produced light for that energy was light, light that burst through the center of a veil of blackness, a void of empty space that was not empty at all. The lack of illumination is not dark energy, nor is it the absence of light. The lack of illumination in space is pure, uncorrupted energy. It is the fullness of unseen energy, energy that is generating other energy at such an accelerated speed that light cannot be seen for all things are obliterated from sight until light particles are ejected so forcibly that they produce infinitesimal light molecules which in return launch other light molecules which form into dust clouds and clusters of brighter lights which soon begin to create stars suns and planets This is how a galaxy is born. All of life in existence comes from this one generating energy source. And because all of the information recorded by each creation returns to this one energy source upon death, this source known as the God creator source, the Alpha one source, or the all source, now has an ever revolving and evolving energy supply that now flows out into an infinite possibility and potential field that is surrounded by a creation manifestation belt. Knowing that man came last in creation tells you that men were created from many previous creation patterns rather than having a unique pattern of their own. Men are not the only life forms that stand on two legs. Men are not the only life forms that have four limbs. Men are not the only life forms that can taste, touch, smell, hear, or sense their surroundings through intuition. Men are not the only life forms that are intelligent, and, in fact, the greater intelligence of men came from the creations that were in the universe before them. Men are not unique in any way. And, in fact, it is the inferior quality in men that made me come here to help refine the species so they would become more mentally, intellectually, and psychologically advanced as other creations have become. The key to man's advancement and evolution lies in their ability to learn self-discipline, self-control, and self-restraint. These are the vital qualities necessary for growth and development of the human species. No men, as of yet, carry enough seeds to transfer these abilities over to a new race of men. But the potential of a few men and women gives the Creator hope that one day this new breed of men will be achieved. We are looking for the next generation seed and it is those that carry the seed that will be chosen to lead. The ideas men hold to invent are from the transference of thoughts that did not originate on earth, but from all the information gathered in the alpha mind field that all men come from and have a part of. There is no life form that is not interconnected in the mind, for all life comes from the same place. The existence of life forms before the life form known as man is extensive and the telepathic mind waves of the first advanced human minds capable of holding and understanding advanced technologies are always seeking other minds to hold and refine this knowledge. But finding a branch wave of a technical mind to a human mind is not an easy task, nor is finding a branch wave from a spiritual mind to a spiritual human mind. For even less men are spiritual, than a technical. To find men whose minds will join with this information and see it as truth will be the ones who will carry the next generation's seeds. Far too many men and women do not know their place in the world. These men and women speak and act out of turn as they raise themselves above all other creations. Because they are too self-centered to learn their place, they depend on lies to keep them on self-serving pedestals Yea, without lies, men are nothing but fallen shepherds. Man's lies started with the raising of the male human above the female human. This led man to persecute all of creation and all humankind. For if the lying pedestal leader was white in color, that man promoted the idea that all men of worth had to be white. And if the lying pedestal leader was a certain race, nationality, or gender, it was that race, nationality, and gender that was promoted. Everything the lying pedestal leader believed in, and everything the lying pedestal leader thought he was. Everyone else had to be, or else he would promote the persecution of that segment of the population that was different. Teachers were paid to teach the liars' beliefs. The law enforcers were paid to make the liars' beliefs a part of the laws. Clergymen were paid to make the liars' god. The only God and the people went along with this out of ignorance and fear of punishment it is because of this fact that some messages inside the scriptures were amended in order that they suit man's personal interests above God's truth but my words remain true to this day and they are still sound teachings men speak of their bodies as if they were the beginning and end of all life when this is not so the mind is the beginning and end to all life for the mind is in existence before the body is created and the mind still exists once the body perishes to dust. The body only came first in physical creation for the body had to be conceived through an egg and seed so that the spirit and the mind would have a place to reside on earth. Yea, the purpose is so the spirit mind could record every life experience and bring that information back to God. In order to achieve this purpose, a physical body had to be created in order to hold the spirit mind while it lived in a gravity environment. And before that body could be created, a web of life had to be created to hold the living environment that would sustain the journeyman and journeywoman's bodies. The physical universe came first and the web of life was woven around the physical universe. And then the planet Earth was formed and from the web of life came the biosphere and all of the ecological systems and all the life forms representing those systems and feeding from those systems that would keep those life-sustaining systems alive. Once all of life had been created, and God knew every experience through every creation, there was only one experience left, and that was the experience of a mind that could hold the highest potential of intelligence. As the highest representation of intelligence is holy, divine intelligence, the last creation was made to represent the divinity of God's mind. And for this experience, the bodies of flesh men and women were created. First, the body of a flesh woman was created to hold life inside her in order to keep it safe until it was ready to be born. And that first woman's first child was man, born to be the magnificent shepherd of peace, to the web of existence. The flesh body is a temporary thing. It is not eternal, for it cannot live past its own natural life cycle. Only the mind of the Spirit lives past the body's natural life cycle, for the mind of the Spirit is eternal, and this is the eternal life that God gives to all those who are faithful and keep with the fruits of the Spirit. When you hold the highest intelligence, so you pursue the highest intelligence. And the pursuit of the highest intelligence keeps the mind alive. To be faithful to the highest intelligence, you must understand God's commands from your higher mind, not your lower. And then you must also keep all of God's commands from the beginning. Yea, all things lead back to the beginning, even your death. For in death you will still live. Through the information recorded in the lower mind of the spirit mind. Just as the spirit enters the body after it leaves the astral womb of life, so does the spirit detach and break free of the body at the end of the body's life cycle. This process is no different than how the spirit detaches and breaks free from the pure energy of God. Just as a reptile sheds its scales, a bird sheds its feathers, and an animal sheds its fur. So does God shed, discharge, and expel pure energy on a constant basis from God's own pure energy field. Just like God is pure spirit, so are the spirits of all natural life forms pure. For the spirit is a branch of God, yea, God is the universal tree of life, for God is the creator of all life. Every spirit that holds a mind is a branch extension of God. And every time a physical life is conceived on the earth, God releases a spirit branch so it may prepare for its journey inside a physical creation. I tell you the truth when I say that once a creation reaches its full birth manifestation inside the womb and it is able to come into the world as a living being, each physical vessel will receive a spirit mind through the act of ensoulment. The ensoulment of a human and animal creation comes when that creation takes the first breath of life after being born. For the first breath of life is the first sign of activity in the brain. And the movement of the lungs taking in air gives the body a pathway to receive the spirit. For creations that do not hold the physical breath of life, ensoulment happens at the moment of the germination process which is the process of physical development. No matter what God creates, each life form is a physical representation of God's intelligence and the matter representation is a matter temple made to carry the branch of God's spirit mind that God released into it. The spirit mind in its earliest form is much like an invisible string of a trillion microscopic lights, each reaching far into the stars while oscillating and pulsating still attached to the source that spawned it, the creator. These strings of light are actually waves of God's energy, the arms of God's tree. God calls these waves his branches and they are so finely and delicately strung that they move very similar to the long thin tentacles hanging down from a jellyfish. When that fish is viewed beneath the water waving back and fro to and forth while spreading across the great expanse of the alpha planes each branch eventually breaks free from the creator's hold as it is released so it can drift to the manifestation belt that is continually opening and closing while its suction from the cosmic vacuum gravity lock draws all things including the spirit itself closer and closer to the manifestation field. As the pulsating vacuum gravity lock generates a stronger and stronger gravitational pull, it creates a runway effect that leads the spirit to its physical host. The calling of energy on Earth to the energy of God the Creator generates a pathway for the spirit to take so it can know which physical life shell is waiting to receive it. The spirit is an energy field filled with tiny synapses, unseen impulses, which enter the physical body through a process that God calls solvent energy and soulment. This process allows the spirit to pass through the concentrated natural form of all creation, where it then adheres to the life-form structure and connects with the structure's physical components and properties. Once the spirit mind determines the properties of each creation, It is fully able to communicate with that living organism so it can begin recording the life experience of the subject's personal perception and surroundings. The spirit's lower mind is a finely tuned energy bank located in the center of every living spirit which makes it a secondary field of electromagnetic energy complete with a recording function that can pick up sensual and visual vibrations and sound waves. If one could view the intricacies of the spirit mind they would see a minuscule bank of flashing lights, as simultaneous flashes of subatomic light particles could also be seen giving off an extremely high velocity of energy, which literally translates all impulses received, all visual and audio information, into electrons that convert the information into a coded form, which is stored for later use. Every time the creator source ejects a spirit mind, A new mind forms through a regenerative process so the creator is constantly renewing, receiving, and reviewing more and more spirit branches every day as new empty spirit branches break off and old spirit branches full of information from the matter journey return. Do not think because a spirit returns to the creator source that the mind will be recycled because it won't. Many times once the spirit mind returns to the creator source, that spirit mind is so complete and full of recorded information that that mind itself has now developed a mind of its own. Having a spirit bank of full knowledge allows the spirit to think and replay its messages so it lives on apart from the creator source, unlike a new spirit which is an empty void without information and very similar to an empty disk. The full mind is the essence of the person that departed from the earth, and this is how a man survives death and lives life eternal. The recycling of spirit energy only takes place if the full spirit mind wishes to return to a physical existence, or if the full spirit's mind accidentally gets caught up in the cosmic gravity vacuum field. The science of astral creation is complete. The birth of astral intelligent creation, the birth of matter creation, the death of matter, and the release of astral intelligence. You are mind, and your destiny is not so much what you intend now, but your destiny is relative to all the recordings you hold of all the intentions you held throughout your physical incarnation. If you choose a higher destiny, all previous intentions must be relinquished and abandoned, and higher intentions must be followed. Coming out of the cosmic stream of communication, Mercy Heavens will be joining me for our next Channeling Christ podcast as we discuss our COVID world. I'm Reva Christ. May peace be with you, and thank you for listening.